I went to Sean's house on Christmas and that's uh, right. we were driving to his house and I, I was like, I think that's Sean right there. And you drove right past us. <laughs> and I'm like, my car is so like, my car is so like, nobody else has my car. So I would have thought, well, maybe he'll just like turn around. But <laughs> then we get to his house and uh, Adam went up to the door. Adam was dressed as Santa Claus. So <laughs> Adam's going to put stuff on his front steps as Santa Claus. And then I, I don't know which one of your sons was like, why is Santa here? <laughs> <laughs> Why is Santa here? <laughs> and then Jessica was like, oh, he went to Tim Hortons to get coffee. <laughs> well, so I we saw the I saw the rap and my I honestly just thought like, oh, cool. Somebody in Fort Saskatchewan has Kathleen's rap. <laughs> and then I thought, I'll tell Kathleen that that's, she's not the only one with that rap. <laughs> and then as it turned out, it was Kathleen. It was us. We went out to we went out to uh, Port Saskatchewan. We totally underestimated how long because Jim, I was gonna drop your present off, but like we had to be home because I had to do a Zoom show on Christmas Day for rumors. So I had to be home, and like we were driving around and it was taking way too much time. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and then Adam didn't eat like all day because I'm not. I didn't starve him, but he just didn't like stop and eat. Like we were home from five p.m. to seven p.m. and. He, he decided to sleep instead so then he was hangry all night <laughs> we didn't even have like a christmas meal or anything we were just like he was just hangry so i took him to mcdonald's <laughs> like, how, yes. how was your how was your christmas jim did you get with anybody yeah i got to, i got to go to my parents, <laughs> oh, you went to your parents? okay yeah because they loosened the rules yeah what yeah. were the loosening of the rules like one other person or something it was like it was like a household can accept two people from single households or something like that. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it was kind of meant to be for seniors, uh, but also Jim fits in there nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jim is in a senior's home. And- <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is more prepared to be old than Jim. <laughs> he knows that's what right. it feels like. You, you probably, when you live with a bunch of seniors, you probably have to fake a hip thing in order to get along with people. I try not to look too mobile. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Don't run anywhere. You have a scooter? You should ride a scooter yeah. around. Just always like my back. Oh, man. Like I, I still take all the groceries up in one trip just to let them know that I'm, that I'm the boss man. But <laughs> Man, 96 <laughs> bags. That's right. Yeah, like I, I've, I've done that since I was 12 years old. I get all the groceries at once and then the bread is smushed every time and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, because it's victory. Yeah, I got it all in at once. Who cares if you eat little pieces of toast? In my in my building, they have shopping carts in the parkade for the for the old people to use. Oh, but you never use those. Uh uh-uh, uh not a not once. Nope. I look at them when I go. Wow. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's shit. I'm not old. That's when Jim sees a shopping cart, he's like, no, no, no. When you need that, yeah, that's you're right. in trouble. That's right. Have you ever had like your groceries delivered? Like I think Adam did it once when I was away. And then I noticed that you can get Uber Eats to deliver from Canadian Tire, from Costco, <laughs> from H&M. Oh my God. Like you can order socks from H&M and some guy has to bring them to you. <laughs> the, the funniest thing to me is when, when you see stuff on social media where people are like, Hey everybody, stop ordering from skip the dishes because just, and then people, and then some people will comment saying like, but I drive for skip the dishes and I need yeah. money. Like everybody needs money. You know, it's like these skip the dishes drivers are human beings, like half human. Right. I mean, that's the like, problem with like all these people saying like, don't 
corporate shop or anything because there are people that actually work for these places and if they don't get work then they're fucked but i think a lot a lot of it is we kind of look at a skip the anybody who drives for a living we kind of look down on you know what i mean Mm. we do we have a tendency to anybody who drives for a living we're like "Eh," you know (laughs) who are you truckers who are you really you know (laughs) even truckers well, truckers are the scariest because you think about the world 50 years from now when truckers are just roaming the streets, like they're, they're out of their trucks because everything's yeah. self-driving and you're going to go to fucking Reitman's and the person opening the dressing room door for you is going to be like some old fucking tattooed up fat <laughs> Bruderheim. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I used to run my own trucking company until they didn't need us no more. Here, I'm going to go. Like, were truckers like, uh, wasn't that like radio DJs and truckers in the 70s? Those were like the coolest jobs. Like, weren't they like, like well, with yeah. the Smokey and the Bandit and like all those like trucker centric movies that made them look like, like uh, badass. Heroes? I, I, st- I still think like the best job in the world would be morning radio DJ because nobody really knows you make a lot of money. Like they just think, oh, he's a DJ. Like, you know, Terry Evans at K Rock or whatever makes three hundred grand a year. Like, you know, Garnet, uh, what's his name? The Garner Andrews. Garner Andrews. Yeah. Garner, I mean, those guys they all make more than a quarter of a million dollars a year, but because they're in an industry that's viewed by the public as being, you know, like an underpaid, unpaid kind of thing. They get it would be like if you found out one skip the dishes driver made a million dollars last year, you'd be like, what? Like, <laughs> what was he? Because that's a th- when people talk about the American dream, it's like the idea is that you can just work hard at something and make a lot of money. But we, there aren't many jobs where you can just work hard, like skip the dishes. How many hours? There's not enough hours in a day for you to become rich, yeah, or yeah. have money. Like you're still like do- poor. I always like I that's how I got my dad to like help me get a vehicle when I was in Vancouver because I told him well I think I'm just gonna drive for skip the dishes or something and then he gave me his van and I'm like I don't think I'm gonna drive for them <laughs> well, but but I just a was a friend remember our mutual fr- oh did you deliver f- flowers like because Ryan- I knew people that did that but I never I, I almost oh. did it but I never did because that was a big job in Vancouver is like that for was. comics was like running around delivering flowers really yes yeah yeah there there were a few comics that did that and they actually made like not bad money and it wasn't very hard. No, I mean, Vancouver's filled with rich guys who cheat. Right. And like, <laughs> that's the number one flower buyer on earth is the male cheating. with money who cheats. <laughs> if you, if you're not cheating on your wife, you very rarely think about buying her flowers. When I worked at the, the call center for Neiman Marcus, I had a guy call in once and he bought, he bought, the same pair of shoes for one for his girlfriend and one for his wife. And he was like, this goes to this address and this goes to this address and you have to make sure the names are right. And I was like, okay. And he goes, cause one is my girlfriend and one is my <laughs> wife. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> because if my wife gets a pair of size sevens, she'll know I'm fucking somebody else. She's a size 10 for sure. Yeah. Why did you get these sevens? Like, <laughs> oh, for, there must be from Japan or something. <laughs> are you fucking just- right? Are you fucking my sister? I know she wears sevens. <laughs> like, That's I can't believe you're just so nonchalant about that. But yeah, I mean, rich people, I'm sure rich, like for sure, rich people cheat and they, don't, and they know about it and they don't 
do anything about it. I feel like well, you get gifts. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you poor, get gifts. Poor people cheat too, but there's no gifts involved. Yeah. No. No. You know, like poor people cheat just as much as rich people, but they don't have the kind of fucking, you know, they met in the back of a car up by the hill and fucked. <laughs> Did you watch that Jody Arias documentary? Because that no, was about. Just, I was watching another documentary at the time, but I wanted to get into her because it seems like pretty girls like to kill, right? Oh, and she was like, like crazy. Like if you watch that whole documentary, it's two hours long because most of it is her interrogation. And like, they're like, you when they leave the room, she gets out of her chair and she does a handstand against the wall and she starts singing songs. And then she's like, oh, I should have worn makeup at least. <laughs> and like, she had murdered this man, like stabbed him to death. And like, pictures of her naked on this camera, like he had been taking pictures of her naked. And I guess there's, there is, I guess I saw it. There's a picture of her butthole. That was in the trial. That's and then, but what happened? Oh God, it was very. I told him I don't do anal. <laughs> I just let him take a picture of my butthole. <laughs> no, he tried to have anal sex with me, and then I stabbed him twenty-seven times. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, but it's kind of easy. Insane. It's easy to be a girl killer of men now because you can, you know, you can just kind of be like, "Oh, he was a jerk," you know. Well, and that's what she was like trying. To, she she starts saying, "Oh, he was a pedophile." And he was actually Mormon, but like he was actually like a total pervert and things like that. So, so she murders this guy and then she tries to like besmirch his name after he dies. Like watching her on trial, it's like this, like it was cool because that documentary was done from a psychological. So it's like got a psychologist that doing uh, commentary. So he talks about everything she does in her, in her interrogation. He goes, I'm right there. She's like changing her story to make this. And I was like, oh. Like some people are insane. Well, I oh, saw yeah. this funny. I saw this funny story about a guy who was like, uh, he was caught with child pornography recently, and he had been caught before, like fifteen, twenty years ago. But at that time, he blamed his son, like, because his son was about the same age as the girls that he had, like, you know. And so he was. He bl- he said his. <laughs> I could imagine like having that conversation with your son, like. Hey, I need you to take one for the team here. <laughs> <laughs> how old, I know so you're. How old was his son? I guess his son would have been like nine or ten. Okay, because I was gonna say if you said like fifteen nine or sixteen, t- not yeah, yeah, not not that it's okay for an older man to be looking at fifteen, sixteen year old, but like society is kind of like, but nine and ten, that's real, real hard pedophilia. And you're getting your son to be like, hey, yeah, this girl, I got her to send a picture of my tits to me. <laughs> Well, you're basically telling them like, hey, the the police found your dad with some pictures of girls about your age. I need you to pretend that they're yours. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't even understand. The kid wouldn't wouldn't get it. No, the kid would be like, why would I say that? I yeah. what? What would I be doing Girl, with these pictures? The girls are gross. Like why girls. would I take pictures of? <laughs> yeah, them? girls are gross. It's disgusting. Girls, girls have cooties. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see girls. Why would I have them? And then he has to go to the police station and say, "Yeah, no, those are those are mine." Oh my god! I can't believe someone would throw their child under the bus like that. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. But then he got caught again, and people were like, "Well, your son's either got a problem or it's you." Yeah, now your son's 30. So who are you blaming this <laughs> My granddaughter must uh 
Oh How my. do you get caught with child porn? Like somebody finds it on your computer or? <laughs> well, they do have, um, you know, like that's why you have to be careful if you're a pedophile, right? Because you're, they do, they do have police whose job it is to infiltrate those groups and pretend they're one of them and then gather as much information about a certain group of guys. So like, usually you'll hear about, oh, it's like they caught five or six guys or whatever. And it's all because those guys were like a fucking pedophile team that yeah. collected these images or whatever. So you can go down, you can get busted. There's it's episodes- hard. Like, do you remember that? Um, there, what's his name? There was a comedian in Calgary who said he worked at a computer shop. And I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but he worked at a computer repair shop and they found Hunter Biden's laptop. No, they. Oh. <laughs> I was in Calgary. <laughs> no, but they, they had, um, so yeah, they, they, he said, he said once in a while, somebody would come in with a computer that had like these images on them, like stored in a file tucked away, like as if, it, and they would tell the police well, and, yeah. and tell the police like, Hey, we found a computer with these images and the cops weren't that interested. Like they were like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like maybe we'll see you in a bit or something maybe. And they never, they would never come by. Um, and so, so like in order for you to get actually busted, like for child pornography, you did it. Right. Like, because you know, you, you had, you got nailed. It's not one of those, well, innocent till proven guilty, I guess. Like, no, if you're going down on this, you did it. You were a part of it for sure. Cause there's tons of guys that get away with it. Well, and they can also, they can also see like from your IP address, they'd be like, Hey, you uploaded all of this stuff. Like we got you you pay the bill on this IP address. Like IP addresses always catch people. <laughs> and yeah. they don't. And the funny thing is that I don't know if I talked about this on the last podcast about like the privacy where like everybody wants privacy and everybody thinks privacy is the number one thing that you could possibly have when it comes to the internet. And, and so, and all these companies play off of that. So they don't want to scan their shit and find pedophiles. Right. They, so they just say, oh, it's all privacy. We don't scan any of those images or those documents. And mm-hmm. so a lot of these pedophiles get away with what they get away with online because everybody who isn't a pedophile is so worried about their privacy that these companies say, well, we can't scan those images. We can't record those images because, you know, because of privacy issues. So they get away with it on the, but like, you know, so because we want our privacy online, they get it too. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty gross. Don't, we don't really don't. need privacy. Like, no. If somebody from the RCMP wanted to watch this podcast. Just, just. Uh, who cares? Who like, cares? If you played, it's family, not the internet tomorrow. <laughs> if you played Family Feud over Zoom on Christmas Day with your family, and the RCMP wants to check it out. Go ahead, right? Like, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, who cares? Yeah. Well, it's the same. I think we've talked about this before. Like people that will like cover their camera because they're worried the government watching them masturbate i'm like nobody's i don't think they're watching you masturbate and like that's that you thought you think pretty highly of yourself if there's somebody being paid to sit i'm sure if they're watching us they go through and they're like oh i'm not watching this one i don't need to see that guy <laughs> yeah i don't need I, i'm actually uh not a subscriber of kathleen mcgee's only fans anymore because i just watch <laughs> i just watch I just, her on camera i just tap into her phones <laughs> oh yeah we can we can tap into all that that would be the worst. I mean, somebody has to look horrible when they're masturbating, watching porn. Like, nobody looks like 
it's, good. Everybody. It's the worst angle. It's terrible. Just you think know? about the face that you see when you accidentally turn on the front facing camera when you're not masturbating. Yeah. Think about that face masturbating and yeah. then it's disgusting. Yeah. Well, the masturbating one's worse because you're laying, it's like this, you're laying. (laughs) (laughs) Your laptop or do you use your phone? What kind of a lunatic uses their phone? (laughs) No, phones, that's not right. It's in, it's too informal. It's too informal. (laughs) You should get. I just like never use my laptop. I usually put on like the suit. I, I usually put on a suit. Yeah, I wear a suit. I lay down. I crack open my laptop. I do it in a casket too. I have a casket at home. <laughs> so I usually put a suit on, lay in a casket, and put a laptop on my stomach and do it. Comfortable. Do they have like a tempur mattress in there, or is it just like nothing? Because I don't think they would need to be comfortable. But I think I would want a casket mattress. I don't want to lay on wood. Mm-hmm. I want pine box because I want to be burned. No, you don't want to be burned. I, Not I don't you. want to be. I don't want to be buried. Well, we're gonna. For, first of all, here's how you die. Okay, <laughs> I've always wondered. <laughs> we're gonna find you in a creek three days after. Creek? Yeah, in a creek. In a creep. No, no, a creep. <laughs> a creep was in you, and then. And then <laughs> the creep. The creep threw you in the creek, and then a couple <laughs> of kids find you three days later. Like, what's that lady doing? <laughs> I've always watched, like, listen, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, and I watch a lot of true crime stuff, and I'm like, I feel like maybe I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to be the footnote one either. You don't want to be the, oh, yeah, and then he killed her in the same way. Like, you want to be the one where it's like, you should have seen what he did to Kathleen. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to be serial killed by somebody who killed many people. You want to be killed by someone who killed, like, a few. Right. So your name at least gets mentioned a few times. You want to be the first or the last. Right. First exactly. or last. Or the one Right in the middle? Rip out. off. Yeah. You're rip- if you're killed in the middle of a serial kill, you're- it's not even fair for you. you want to be the- if it's going to be in the middle, then it has to be, like, the first chick after he changed his tactics mm-hmm. to, like, oh... He used to just um, run up to women on the street and hit him with a, because there was a guy, the Ripper in England, uh, and like he, Jack the Ripper, the oh from that documentary. Yeah, and he and he would just run up to women and hit him with a frying pan, and they would die. Like I mean, and just what, leave him. Yeah, what do you get out of that? Like, what do you? What is that kind of murder? Like, that's that's crazy. Walk up to them and hit him, and then leave. I don't know. Yeah, that's. I just watched one about this guy called the Toy Box Murders. And he would like take they take women back to this like to- sex torture dungeon chamber and like torture them. See now you're would- that's murder. Yeah, <laughs> but he would give them these like uh, he would give them like uh, like these drugs that made them get amnesia and pass out. Like so they wouldn't know. Like one girl, she was watching the news or something, and the FBI found a picture in his thing of this like weird tattoo. And this woman is watching it. She goes, "That's my tattoo." And then she called, and then they're like, "Oh well, <laughs> were you a, were you raped and almost murdered by this man?" And then she's like, "Oh my god, I know that man." And then it turns out that she he had abducted her, and all this stuff started coming back to her. Oh my yeah, and he didn't called, kill he, he didn't kill her for the, some reason. That's the poor man's Bill Cosby. <laughs> 
that's Bill Cosby where the girls aren't coming over because they think they're going to be in the Cosby show. They have to, you know, you really have to trick them. You need better. You can't, because what, what did Cosby do? He was just like, he would get them there and then be like, take a couple of pills, take a load off. Like he would quailude them up. Have a drink. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This guy, he sounds like a real fun guy. So they would like, well, they, he would pick them up would at they bars. wake up in their bed. He, they would wake up in his torture chamber. Wow. He would let him sleep there. And, but he killed a lot of the women. But they found this one girl who lived. There were two women that had lived from it. Maybe another one. I can't remember. But it, it was like, it's, you know, it just makes you realize that there's people trapped places right now all over the world. There's probably serial killers everywhere that we don't even is, know about. I think this is what humans did to Neanderthals like 40,000 years ago in Europe. Neanderthals? Neanderthalers. What are, are they your Neanderthals or Neanderthals? Yeah. Neanderthals. I think it's both. Yeah, I think it's both. Who, say, who calls them a Neanderthal? Scientific Probably people. British Scientific people and smart people. people. Oh, okay. Well, then that's why I don't call it that. I'm not, <laughs> British, or, you the I'm not British or smart. <laughs> that's what we did to Neanderthal falls. We just murdered <laughs> all of them in weird dungeony ways and covered it all up, you know? And then here we are. We don't kill that much anymore. We're not really too murdery as people. But we have, there's got to be so many out there. Like, you hear about that guy that had those women in that house for years. I, like, every time I, I passed, like, there was a house in my neighborhood in Vancouver that was, like, all boarded up, but there were always cars outside. And it, I'm like, what is going on in that house? Like, I felt like going and knocking on the door and be like, is everybody okay in this house? Like, is there, like, sex trafficking going on in here? Is there, like... Are women trapped in this house? Like, every time I pass a creepy house, I'm like, there's women trapped in there. Like, it's, you know, we have no idea. I don't want to know. You know what I mean? Of course we don't want to know. I don't want to know what's happening. If you just had a Rolodex of all the terrible things that are happening to people at any given moment in your life, how would you, you know, have a podcast or masturbate? You'd never masturbate again. No, you probably, you'd never be able to get in the mood again. Or it would get really dark when you did. Yeah. And then more serial killers would be born. Yeah, I can only come when malaria is spreading. That's how a serial killer is born. Yeah. Someone right. masturbates to something really dark. Twenty twenty is almost twenty twenty is almost over, which is I know. Is that Isn't good? Isn't that exciting? I mean, everybody is like I think it's funny because everyone thinks that like as soon as it's always the same way. As soon as this year is over, it's gonna get better. But like last year it was like Oh, here we're in 2020. It's great. It's great. Kobe's dead. This is that blah, 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 pandemic. Like it went fast and hard on us in 2020. I just, yeah, I think it's funny that we kind of attribute human qualities to a year like 2020 was an asshole. Yeah. You know, like 2020 <laughs> yeah. is a real piece of shit. Like 2020 is a human being that we can't beat up, you know, like, but it's funny because it's like, it's, you can't, it's not like we only do this with the year. We don't do this with like fucking see you later, March. What a piece of shit. Like <laughs> see you later, April. Like, we, and you can't just, you can't just do, it's not over. It's not like January 1st, we all go back to work and playing hockey and watching live events. Like it's not over yet. No, no, like no, we're still it's not in, over. And then we're going to have to start talking. And then we're going to have to ruin another year by saying like 2020 and 2021 were the worst fucking years of our lives. But everybody says that at every New Year's for, since as long as I can remember, everyone was like, 
well, last year sucked, but this year, this next year is going to be the good one. I'm yeah, like, I just, just want one of the years like, to be a good one. How everyone's like, oh, if only I had the time, I would do all this great shit. I would learn the guitar. I would do. And now I, they had the time. Get jacked. <laughs> I'd do all this stuff. Yeah. And everyone's like, well, in 2020, if I have the time, if in 2021, if I have the time, maybe. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, you were the, given a full year to get jacked and learn how to speak yeah. Japanese and you did neither of those yeah. things. You got that fat so and you sad. learned less. You, your vocabulary went down because you didn't yeah. talk to other people. That's the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. When you, th- I mean, I never thought about it like that, but that is true. That's the worst part of this pandemic is it proved like, okay, asshole, you're locked in your basement. What are you going to do? You're going to learn to read Braille, even though you're not <laughs> blind. Nope. You're going to learn guitar, the piano, nothing. I didn't learn another language. No. You know, Isaac Newton was locked up for two years and came up with like, you know, all the rules of the universe. But that's why it's because the internet. So if we didn't have the internet during this pandemic, I think people might have come out of this with a bit more because they would have had to find something to do with their time because we would have been so bored. But we had, we were all just on social media and on our yeah. and watching movies and stuff. That's all everybody did. You know, yeah. like I'm sure people did stuff to like better themselves, but like everybody at the beginning, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just learn a new language. I'll do this. And like, I don't know anybody that said that at the beginning of the pandemic actually had, did that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No. And eventually people run out of money, but yeah, I mean, it's weird because we didn't learn. I don't know if we learned anything through this whole thing. Not really. Like we just hate each other. Like now there's now you just have less friends. Like you're, you're going to come out of this and be like, you know what? Um, those three people that I liked before this, they said so many crazy things during this that I'm not their friend. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We that lost goes, a lot of that friends. That goes for everybody. Like if you even like, let's say you woke up tomorrow and you were a conspiracy theorist. At this point in your life, you probably feel like I don't even want to communicate with people who aren't awake yet. You know, like really, you'd feel like all these stupid people that sit there and tell me to put on a fucking mask. And that's what's crazy, too, is like we act like we this is something that we've just learned to be this divided or this tribal or whatever. And it really isn't like it really is the machines in our hands. Yeah, We've we've always thought that like our version of reality was reality like that's what we like every tribe like the romans used to fucking go into battle and they would be in position to assault their enemy and then they would slit a goat's throat and then if it bled to the south they didn't fight the next day (laughs) even though it took away all their tactical advantage like it took away the it took away the element of surprise like it made them more likely that they would die in battle, but they were so convinced of their own version of reality that you slit a goat's throat. And if it bleeds South, you know, we wait another fortnight before we attack the enemy. Like that's insane. Yeah. Like we've, all, we've, we've always been that crazy. We've like as crazy as we are now in believing our own version of reality, we were always that crazy. It's just that they didn't have iPhones in their hands. Mm-hmm. To, exactly. run their, to run into their enemies like how many times would you have run into people who thought differently than you if you just had to meet them on the street or call them on the phone or see it on television you would have almost never run into it mm-hmm. totally. like once, once or twice you would have met somebody who was an anti-masker in your real life but because we have these machines in in our hands we're running into thousands of them over and over again there's no need for high school reunions anymore because everybody knows exactly, exactly what yeah. everybody's doing. Like 
I had a high school reunion and I'm like, well, I knew that you were doing this. I knew like, this isn't, <laughs> nothing's new. Nothing's like, I've seen you on social media. Like, I don't need to know more about you. I know you have eight kids now. <laughs> yeah. The only thing you would learn is that their social media was a lie, right? Like they were, <laughs> yeah, everybody's fatter. social media is a they lie. They were a little fatter. They were divorced, actually not married. And you know, yeah, like <laughs> I lost custody of one of my kids and I didn't really report that on Instagram. Oh you know, yeah, like there's no pictures. High on school reunions are way sadder now <laughs> because you are finding out like the darkness of what's like you can't like filter your face in person, <laughs> like you know. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet, well, but one day, hopefully. But yeah, my, and my my sister's a nurse, and she says that like COVID makes you know like the seniors that are locked in in their little homes and nobody visits or whatever. Like she goes and visits them, and they always think that she's there to take them away because like like you're here to take me away oh please don't take me to the thing and I told my sister like next time just tell them like as long as it's a little woman you're safe as soon as it's a big man with an empty wheelchair you (laughs) that's when you've got a fucking problem you know like (laughs) so don't panic about having to leave your house until like a (laughs) big white guy with an empty wheelchair is sitting in front of you tapping (laughs) him on the shoulder it's worse than seeing the Grim Reaper pull yeah. up. It's just this big white guy in a with a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. You either That's die. Of, you either die of cancer when you're 59, or you live long enough to die of a fall. You know what I mean? Like that's yes. awful. That's that is awful. The world works. Do you want to live long enough to die because you fell over? <laughs> you know, like I don't want to get super old. old. I don't. Obviously, no. It's obviously, too old when you die because you slipped. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want that to I don't want that to be my death. <laughs> um, your mother actually had a fall and you think like she had a fall. Okay, so I'll see her tomorrow. Like, no, she's passed on <laughs> from losing her balance. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> How high did she fall from? Like she was standing. A normal height, <laughs> and she landed on um mostly pillows, to be honest. But it was really the fall that killed her. <laughs> She wasn't alive when she hit the pillows. <laughs> she, oh, wait a minute. Are you telling Thank me? God for that. Are you telling me she died while in transit to the ground from a standing height? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't sound so bad though. The light got out of her eyes. About she was 115. <laughs> yeah. God, I don't want to live that long. I don't want to live that long to like see every. Because this is the thing of the problem that's. It, I would not. I don't want to live long enough to watch history repeat itself. So I've been watching a lot of like World War II documentaries because I just kind of like Adam was watching them, so I kind of got into them. And now I'm like watching these. And I'm like, this exact stuff is happening right now. Like all of this stuff is happening right now. Like it's it's crazy. Like it's it's the exact same thing. Like I don't want to be alive to watch it happen over and over. Can you imagine living in the Spanish flu time and then having to live in this one? Yeah, that's a little. That much. would suck. That's when it's really going to happen, though. That's when like revolution is going to pop off. I think is in the next hundred years, as soon as there's like immortality as possible, because it'll there will be like a pill you can take or like a drug regimen you can go on that allows you to like live to be let's say a thousand years old or ten thousand or possibly immortal. And it'll only be available to the ultra rich. Like we don't really care about ultra rich people being way wealthier than us. As, as long as like we die at the same time. Yeah. You know? Like, okay, Steve jobs, you had your fun, but you're fucking gone. You're 60, right? Like, 
see you later, asshole. Like we, we don't <laughs> mind people being rich as long as they don't live longer than us. But as soon as there's this open window where like Jeff Bezos and his family get to live to be 10,000 years old because they take the immortality drug, that's when the rest of humanity is going to rise up and be like, I'll fucking kill all of you. you <laughs> but bitch. how do you kill them if they're immortal? Like, can you still murder someone? That's yeah, the that's the beauty of it. Because now they have oh. something to lose right like you only live you only live forever if you don't get hit by a bus like a bus is still going to kill you you just won't get any diseases or whatever but now we can go up to jeff bezos on the street and be like i'll I'll fucking slit your throat with a banana knife if you don't give me a thousand dollars and now you've lost your mortality (laughs) do you think that those guys have high security because i think a lot of people want to murder all the rich people these days we really don't do, we don't really do a lot to rich people, right? Like we really don't. We let them, we let them go. We let them live. I like, why do we do that? When's the, last, when's the last time you heard of an ultra rich person being murdered by somebody who was poor just because they were so resentful of this guy's wealth? It never happens. I don't no. think those two people ever meet. Yeah. The That's ultra true. rich and the ultra poor, like they're living in literally different worlds. Yeah, you can't go. Yeah, you're on private planes. You're in private vehicles. You're in. Yeah, I mean, but it's just crazy. Nobody's brushing those people aside before you even get there. It just shows. It shows you our our relation, but it also shows you our relationship with wealth, right? Like, we tend to deify the rich, like all of us do. So when you're in the company of somebody who's ultra rich, your instinct is to be like in awe of their wealth as opposed to being like, listen, you don't deserve more than me, you fucking clown, and then stabbing them like we should. <laughs> like, but, it, but I think, again, social media has made it different because, like, we see them bragging on Instagram. Like, you see the Kardashians traveling to all these fancy places during this pandemic, and you see, like, all these people driving Lamborghinis and, like, all these politicians taking pictures. I saw this one guy posted a picture of a tenderloin for Christmas and all these he was like oh this tenderloin was delicious and all these people were like fuck you have your country is starving they can't spend time with their family and you're over here Marie Antoinetting it up with your tenderloin <laughs> like there's some of them are very very out of touch with what's happening like even celebrities like remember in the pandemic when all those celebrities well and imagine and the, the other thing too is that is them toning it down right like I know the, the version of rich people's lives that we generally see online, unless it's somebody who's just sort of rich pretending to be very rich, right? Because some people are amplifying it. But if they're actually unreal wealthy, they're like, oh, they're taking a bunch of pictures on their yacht and everything. And then they're really carefully curating which ones make it to Instagram because they don't want to look like, you know, uh, they don't want to look that great. So that's their toned down picture is like, don't put the thing with the yacht and the and the parachute. Just put <laughs> just put the tenderloin. Just a photo of the tenderloin, maybe. And then people are still like, you fucking and they're like, that's the brokest thing we did that day. Yeah. <laughs> Eating tenderloin is the brokest thing we did that whole fucking week. Did you and- see all those politicians that were traveling after they were like thank you for sacrificing this Christmas and staying at home and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, they're standing on a beach in Hawaii and like, like at least the guy from Ontario resigned. The finance minister that got caught traveling. And also how fucking dumb and arrogant are you to post those pictures on social media? 
you know that everyone is going to lose their fucking mind, but you, like, you think that, like, someone's going to be, oh, look, he's in Hawaii, good for him, he's been working hard, it's been a hard year, good for him. Like, fuck off. Must not be easy being the finance minister. (laughs) He just had to blow off some steam. He's been trying, like, this whole year, he was, like, in Switzerland, and then he was in St. Bart's, and then he was all over the place, like, it's fucking crazy. And that, I mean, you see that on both sides of the aisle, where you have you know, and I mean, I don't, don't mean to keep harping on it, but you have like wealthy people and maybe he's fairly new to politics or maybe he's not, but this is what rich people do. And then all of a sudden, oh, now I'm a politician. It was the same as um, Trump's cabinet in the early going. Um, there was a bunch of people getting in shit on his cabinet for flying privately and doing all this shit, but that's what they were doing before. Yeah. Right. They were doing rich people things before, but not under the scrutiny of like, you're a politician, you know, and so now we feel like we can get you fired. Um, But yeah, this is what they did before. Like going to Hawaii for two weeks is what the finance minister probably did as a civilian in his super wealthy job that he did before. But everybody did stuff like that before. Everybody got to travel at Christmas. Lots of families got to go to Hawaii for Christmas. But this year, most people took it off. And like didn't do stuff. And it's sort of like you're in a position of leadership and then you go off and do something like that. And then you're stupid enough to post about it. Like that's the thing that's so funny is like these guys are like so stupid. Like don't post anything. Don't yeah. tell anybody where you are. Shut the fuck up. Enjoy being a dickhead on your own, but stop. Like that's the part that's annoying. It's yeah. just like the arrogance. That's like, look at me. Me and my gross wife are standing on this beach in Hawaii. And oh, it was so fucking gross. <laughs> me and my gross wife that guy from the upc or ucp and his like he's he's not even he's just like an assistant but him and his gross wife are like standing on the beach in hawaii looking gross <laughs> motherfuckers what did i I played, I played family feud christmas day like on the computer or on Zo- like on zoom on a zoom call with my extended family we did like a giant family feud game oh my god that's super cute I like Family Feud because it's like the only game where you can be an idiot and win, right? Like we, my, me, the, our team was the dumbest. Like we had the lowest. <laughs> Did we you had, say good answer? Good answer. That's a good answer. We asked a hundred people to name a flower that's yellow. <laughs> Roses. Good answer. <laughs> Maybe two idiots said like, yeah, the only answers we, we were getting them right because when you ask a hundred dummies what they think, you know, they answer like a dumb, dumb. Mm-hmm. And so we, you just answer like yourself, like, and then you're right. It's great. You know? So we were kicking the shit out of people on family feud. Was somebody the host was like a family yeah. member that with a lot of sexual innuendos like Steve Harvey. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, we were, I kept calling him uh, my sister, Jerry D, but I don't think they knew who Jerry D was. <laughs> because nobody because nobody watched Canada Family Feud. No. So, but yeah, it was fun. It was yeah, I I do like playing that game because it is for dummies to feel smart for an hour. Because <laughs> we just kept who, the shit out of people. Who won? Did you win? Yeah, we would always make it to the final round. And then oh my my dumbest answer was because that's the thing too, is in Family Feud, like if I was on the real game, I would have been, I would have gone viral for some of my answers. <laughs> some of my answers, like there was one, one speed round question 
where my sister was like, name, uh, name a fruit that's green. And I said, green pepper. (laughs) 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 I thought she said vegetable for some reason. Like I was like, they do sound alike. They do sound alike. Yeah. Fruit and vegetables sound very similar. So I thought she said vegetable. So I was like, green pepper. And then in my mind, I'm like, that's the number one answer. Like, (laughs) and then... And then when it came down to it, oh, and the other one was name a fruit that's red on the inside. And it took us um, until the very last one to get tomato. And it was the number one answer. Oh, because it is a fruit. Yeah, that's true. What was, other was, answers were there? There was like cherry and oh, fuck, yeah. I don't know. some. Yeah, there was some other Raspberry. Okay, uh, now that you think about it. So we got like pomegranate. like we, And then we're like, what the fuck is... They're like only the, but you, you, nothing makes you feel dumber than when somebody's like, the only one left on the board is the number one. Answer. <laughs> and 63 people said it. And <laughs> when are you going to wake up and figure it out? You fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> but the best we thing, have... to, the best thing to do to look smart in family feud is pass everything, like get it and then pass it and then let them, you know, mull it over. They're never going to get all eight. And then you can just That's, get Yeah. That is the strategy that nobody ever does. But like, that is the strategy for family feud is you pass it and then they'll never get all of them. They'll always triple X out. Yeah. And then you, and then but you the win. Prob- just like- but the problem is if they get all the easy answers and then leave you yeah. with the number eight, that's a bag of shit because it doesn't even make sense most of the time. Like one of them was like, why do beavers like living in Canada? And the number seven answer was because they're on the money. (laughs) You know, was this like a board game that someone had cards for? Or was this like an online? It was a board game that we had cards for. We're not doing online. No way. (laughs) We just did the old board game style. Yeah, it was pretty a bit. My Christmas day wasn't even actually slow. You know, like I thought, oh, it's going to be so relaxing and just chilling out. It wasn't. It was like, oh, there's people showing up and there's like, and it was good, but it's still like, it wasn't like, it wasn't slow. It wasn't just sitting. because you have kids though. Yeah. Like uh, we don't have kids. It was pretty slow for us. Mm. We woke up at like 10. We ate breakfast and then we opened presents. Like we did like, it was like, I'm like, when you don't have kids, Christmas is a very different experience. Well, we, for the first time this year, we put presents under the tree like a week before because usually I'll just wrap everything Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This year I wrapped everything like December 18th. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to put it all under the tree. And it like drove my kids insane. <laughs> Having the presents under the tree for like seven days drove my kids insane. They were like shaking it and like, well, this is a thin, <laughs> this is a, they're doing like forensics on the presents. They're like, well, this is a thin box, so it's probably clothes. Uh, <laughs> this is a thicker box. It could be a console of some kind, but it's not sure. <laughs> and then they would like go on their computer and figure out the shapes of the boxes of oh, things that oh they wanted. Oh my God. That's so funny. And they're like, but okay, you did that when you were matches, a kid? this box matches up with that. I don't know if I did that fully when I was a kid. Like, we used to always like go and search like one year my brother found all the presents my mom had hit them like because they had this like big captain's bed that had like secret compartments and my brother found, he's like, okay, help. 
Oh yeah, remember? Like, help, help me, help me push the mattress off the bed. I'm like, why? He goes, I know where the presents are. So we go in and we found this secret compartment, and we found <laughs> all of our presents, and we were looking at them. And then my brother's like, just be cool. Don't tell mom and dad we know, but just be cool. And then my mom comes home, and I'm such a dumb. I'm an idiot. I've been an idiot since birth. And my mom comes home, and like they had bought me, like, do you remember Maxi? or was her name Maxi or Maxine? It wasn't Barbie. It was like a bigger Barbie. Oh, were they presents that you didn't even like? So you were kind of angry? No, no, I was excited. And I was okay. like, I said to my mom, I was like, oh my gosh, mom, you know what I really want for Christmas? A cheerleading Maxi doll. And then she was like, did you guys find the presents? <laughs> she knew right away. Like, Aww. that's a little specific. And then one time, my, I can't remember how this happened, but like my mom and dad bought my brother a GT snow racer. And uh, we got home from something and my mom had, it was on the front steps. Like she had got home and didn't realize that we were either home or we were coming home. So my brother sees this GT snow racer on the front steps. He's like, I got a GT snow racer. He was so excited. And then my mom's like, no, 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 that's for your cousin. That's for your cousin. And he goes, no, fuck, no. He didn't say fucking way, but he's like, no way, no way. And then, so he... So he gets the GT snow racer on Christmas day and he's like, I knew it. You lied to me. And she goes, no, I didn't. I got, and he like, I, I guess he hadn't, he had put a big scratch down the side of the box to, so that he knew that it was the actual one, like that my mom was lying to him. Like we, we were crazy children. <laughs> <laughs> we used to shake presents and like guess and like, cause my mom would have presents under the tree, like really fast, like or the early December. Really? Wow. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did she, well, yeah, did you always get good Christmas presents? Like, did you pretty much get what you wanted? Like a good little, like a good Yeah, I usually call? got, I don't think I ever had a Christmas where I was, <laughs> I was a spoiled kid. I don't think I got, had a Christmas where I was pissed off. The only thing that happened one year, like, I don't know about you, but for, we had a fireplace in our house. And then on Christmas, Santa would put our, our Santa present. We get a Santa present and then we'd get our stocking. Mm-hmm. So Santa would put our presents in front of the fireplace and he would put us like our, our stocking with the present. And my brother and I woke up one, on Christmas morning and we went running in and my brother had a present wrapped there and a stocking. And I just had a stocking on top of this chest, like a wooden chest. And I was so mad. I was like, where's my Santa present? Where's my Santa present? And then my mom was like, that's your Santa present. Santa built you a hope chest. <laughs> Santa was my dad. <laughs> like it was, it's a beautiful piece of furniture that my dad built for me and i was this little shit like where's my fucking present <laughs> <laughs> so i don't have kids i know my kids would be ungrateful little assholes and like i would have to be like yeah. i don't know you'd get used to it though you get used to the yeah. ungrateful nature of kids they're, <laughs> kids are they're all ungrateful, kids though. are just like adults where like you know for a half an hour they're ungrateful spoiled little brats and then for the next half an hour they're you know, grateful humans that are like, I'm really happy you got me that. Thanks for getting me that. Oh, yeah, totally. Half an hour later, they're like, why didn't I get this? You know, like, they're just <laughs> all over the map, just like grownups are. It's, but they're just smaller. <laughs> but they're just as fucked up. They're just as fucked up. Did you see what I showed you guys? One of my best presents. This was my best. Oh, it? it's yeah. Like, it's like this little lottery scratcher. Yes. <laughs> Oh my I got, god! We got those from uh, Adam's parents. Uh, I bought that's a never, scratchy. That's never been purchased for anybody under seventy before. <laughs> I know, and <laughs> it was like my favorite. It was like my favorite present out of everything. We so should get awesome. you like a. We should get you a pack of ten condolences cards for all the funerals you're going to go to, Auntie Dot. 
That's what you should get every old person, you know, is a, like just 12 condolences cards mm-hmm. that are like s- kind of weird, like a snake on the front and it says, sorry for your loss. <laughs> Sean, can you start, like, why don't you do that in the new year? Because <laughs> so now, why don't you write funny condolence cards? Yeah. yeah just a snake, on, just a snake, a serpent on the front uh, that's going through like a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> and then the head just says, sorry for your loss with seven oh my god John. yes i think that'd be kind of fun i think that you should do that as a job i think that in the new year uh you should write funny condolence cards because then you can never find a funny condolence card well i used to buy i mean i was the i was the comedian guy when i was young ever since i was old enough to buy cards i used to buy condolence cards for everything yeah for birthdays i <laughs> yeah. do that too sometimes birthdays, Christmas yeah. cards every everything was about you know like some heartfelt you know that'd be a good wedding card <laughs> i'm so sorry for your loss i would get them for everybody's <laughs> birthday so it would just be like you know you're gonna bounce back through this trauma <laughs> this has been the most this this has obviously been a horrible time for all of us and happy birthday you know but yeah it wouldn't be bad to do some some condolence cards that are like fun yeah, because like some people have a sense of humor about death. Yeah. Sorry about the, yeah, just like, well, just like a pop-up thing, you know, like a pop-up card where there's in the middle, there's like a casket thing and it just beats yeah. something, you know? Do you want your funeral to be funny? I want mine to be funny. Um, I don't know. Like I'd want to do, I'm, it's too bad I didn't die during COVID so I could keep the numbers tight. <laughs> Yeah, this is gonna be an extrovert's like worst time to die. Well, this would be this is one of those things where don't have a funeral for me in a venue that's gonna. I want it to like be oversold rather than have like hundreds of empty seats. You know. Yeah. So you rather be oversold. You have a standing. (laughs) You want to have a standing room only funeral. So pick your venue carefully. But that's why you don't want to live to be too old because if you're old, no one will come to your funeral because all, all your friends will be dead. Yeah. That's why dying now is perfect because the max capacity is so low. Right. And there'll be a lot of online tributes to you. Yeah. Easily a sellout. There'll be a lot of online tributes. We were That'd so distanced. And now I like to think of Sean as being spiritually distanced from all of us. <laughs> But he's still there, two meters above our heads, floating around, <laughs> laughing at our inconsistencies. Not wearing a mask. He never no. liked those masks. He spends his mornings at Jim Kerr's house. and <laughs> He flies over to Kathleen's. Do you, do you want to haunt people? I want to haunt people. Ah, uh, fuck. Are you kidding? No. That'd be so fun. I spent enough time with all these people. You know what I mean? I don't, like, eternity... Just floating around, you know? Have you watched the movie Soul? No. It's very good. It's the new Pixar movie, and it's about death and about, like, it's a very good movie. I cried. I ugly cried for, like, the last 20 minutes of it, and Adam made fun of me. <laughs> but you know it's very good. I got my kids a VR, like a virtual reality thing that's insane. Like, do you Have you used it? Yeah, it's insane. It's just insane. I've seen people, like, running into walls. Well, you can, using in, those in a lot of the games you can fly right so like you can you have <laughs> your hands in front of you and you're just like you press one button and you start to fly 
and then you press another oh my god pre- and then you press the joystick on your other hand and you're moving around flying and you get motion sickness and yeah you are scared to run into shit because it vibrates your goggles and your hand controls so if you hit something it vibrates so you feel like you've hit it like it's really it's bizarre oh, and man. It's, and you get it's all, motion sickness like people it, puke playing all, yeah and it's all online right so you're playing with other people from other countries you know, you, and people can like come up to you and, you know, push you around and tell you you're a piece of shit. And like, it's crazy. You can be like harassed and assaulted on VR. It's weird. Oh my God. That's crazy. You, that, well, you're set for, your boys are going to be set for virtual porn when it, when it really, it's going to oh, happen. Oh, for you're sure. You're going to have to make sure that they wash those controls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You, you said the hand controls vibrate? Yeah. Oh, perfect. yeah. This is, this is gonna, we're about to hit peak pervert. With oh, yeah. These yeah. Reality things. yeah. Putting on some sticky goggles. Yeah. That's gonna be gross. Everybody's like, oh, like when I, when I was a kid, we had to wait for our porn. We couldn't even watch porn. We had to read it in magazines. And now, like, what are these, like, porn kids gonna say like oh when i'm jumping into it with virtual reality holy hell yeah that's that's crazy yeah they're definitely yeah they're definitely that's definitely gonna happen oh it's for sure it's probably already happening i'm sure it's already exists in some way i'm surprised it isn't like used as a therapy for weirdos i'm sure that will be figured out too maybe you can just do this virtually and not do it in the real world frank but i bet you like virtual therapy will become a thing where you just put on your goggles and you can talk to the best psychologist in the world that lives in germany or something and it looks and the whole thing is very like it you know it's it looks real looks looks like everything's real and happening so if you are in a virtual reality game and you look down you see your legs and your hands and moving that's creepy and then you kind of you know and then you look up and you see your enemies and you look down and see your hands like it's pretty it's pretty intense pretty weird are you like your regular body shape or are you like some video game body shape you're just a video game body shape like the only thing that's is your arms like it really can pick up what your arms are doing because you have the controllers in your hand so it's like basically your it knows what your head is doing and it knows what your arms are doing and then the rest is just sort of imaged or whatever but yeah it's pretty pretty intense and facebook owns it right that's why it's cheap like normally it would be like three thousand bucks and hardly anybody would have it uh but because facebook bought this company oculus quest it's they made it they made it cheap so you have to have a facebook account to start it and all that shit like so yeah it's just intended to have more information on more people now they're gonna really be able to watch you masturbate (laughs) yeah zucker puke (laughs) you fuck (laughs) like I love people that hate Zuckerberg as if he's ever thought about them in his life. Yeah. <laughs> Zuckerberg. That's like anything. That's about hating anybody. <laughs> like I was listening to a podcast. Apparently Apple, um, people always think of like iPhones tracking them, but Apple actually doesn't monetize it. Um, it's uh, Google and Facebook and Visa that like monetize your information and sell your information. Really? So yeah, that's why whenever you make a purchase online, you're getting ads for it immediately, right? Like because you made the purchase through Visa and that information is sold to advertisers and then they target you 
and then Google Maps and Google does it. They track everything. Everything you Google is sold. And Facebook does the same thing. But Apple doesn't. Like Apple could make billions of dollars. So if you have like a Samsung or like or whatever, you're, the whole machine is designed to track you. Um, whereas if you had an iPhone, you could opt out of Google Maps. You could take Google Maps off of your phone and it wouldn't be able to and, and put on the Apple Maps and it wouldn't track you. It wouldn't advertise. Ba- it wouldn't advertise to you based on your location. Oh, weird! If you just used Apple Maps, if, I so, fall for our things. Advertising. But yeah, but I guess it's, most of us just don't care, right? Most of us are like, "Who gives a shit? Track me. I'm downtown. What do you? What do I care?" Yeah, yeah. I find it weird. I like that people turn on their like if. I've been reading that people like in relationships or like, I guess I, I get it if you have kids and stuff where they turn on locations, but like people like girls will freak out because they have their boyfriend's location on and they're like, what were you doing there? And I was just like, oh. I don't want to know every single place that Adam was. Oh. Like, I don't need to know that stuff. Like that's too you much should, information. You should have some freedom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like what were you doing down there? I was getting groceries. Well, you were pretty, you were three blocks away from the Safeway. Like, I mean, come on. I was just sitting yeah. in my car crying. I don't need you. Don't <laughs> Before I came home. That's what women don't understand is the amount of time men spend in cars crying. And they think like, where were you? And it's like, I was just crying in a fucking car in the parking lot by the Safeway. Because <laughs> I can't believe I'm 42 Look, and can... deliver mail. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking at every car now, looking for a crying man. <laughs> we <laughs> we didn't win. Oh. We lost again. The first one of the new year, we lose. The last one. Thanks a lot, 2021. Oh, I guess this is yeah. This is still 2020, but this will be out in 2021. Yeah, that's I'll what get, I like. I'll get it up this afternoon. Oh shit! Okay, it'll then still be something. <laughs> Okay, good. The last that's one. I, that's what I like about the ending of 2020 or any year is we act like we can flush it all from our system. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flush it and start brand new. Like, but you can't do that with any other thing in life. Like, if you get into a huge fight with Adam and you're like, fuck you, you're just like your dad. And he's like, you fucking bitch. And he throws a mug at the wall and pushes you from behind. <laughs> His dad like, is the nicest. You can't be like, you know what? Fucking let's just start over in five, four, yeah. three, <laughs> two, happy new relationship. <laughs> you know, that stuff but still happened. That's true. It's still baggage. It's it carries good, over. For, for some people, though, it is. That's when they quit smoking. Or that's when they start working out because they need that. They need that day to be like, okay, this is the day that you start doing that stuff. But yeah, for the most part, it's bullshit. Just, that's really... a for more self-hatred right self-hatred is yeah. already one of the worst things that we all carry with us all the time and new year just sets us up for more like you didn't do it again you chicken shit <laughs> loser like it just sets us up for more like all new year's resolutions do is set you up for shitty self-talk for the next year where yeah. you're walking around and you're like you fat fuck you said you were gonna eat raw for three months how long did that last you fucking goof two days like you just walk around don't do a new year's resolution like fucking cut yourself some slack your new year's resolution should be just 
whatever happens in 2021, it, that's what happens. That's what I wanted to happen. <laughs> you don't need to have any weird expectation and that you're not going to meet and hate yourself for. That's very true. That's why you need to watch Soul. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. It, well, it's all about basically the message is live life, like live your life in the moment. Stop like, stop like being mad that you didn't get this or you weren't like you, that you aren't where you thought you were going to be, you know, like don't like just, you only get one life, live that fucking life to the fullest. And I think that like, that is the best movie to have at the end of 2020 because this year was so like depressing for a lot of people and like people felt so stuck and like, but I think like, if we get stuck again, like fucking have a great time in your pandemic thing. Like enjoy yourself, learn, actually do something. Don't just sit on a couch. Like, like this is the only life you get, like live it. And I think that like, I think hopefully a lot of people are going to like, at least get that message from 2020. It's like, don't waste your time. Like it wasn't worth it to waste your time all year. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hate yourself for that 15 pounds you're carrying around. You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you should work on it. <laughs> I say that about myself. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't I plateaued, Sean. I plateaued. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> you can't just keep losing gobs of weight, you know? Like, eventually you get to a certain weight where you're like, this is it. Well, you get to a weight where you stay, and that's, you're like, okay, this is where my body is supposed to be. But, like, I don't want to be there. I want to try getting a little bit lower. And then I'll go back there. I'll be fine. But I got to see how low I can go. And how low can you go? I don't know. My ideal BMI, according to science is 180 pounds if i was 180 pounds i don't think i think i would look anorexic i don't think you'd have the energy to do a podcast you'd be like i don't think so <laughs> like i don't feel very good and now with all these like big booties and body positivity it's never been a better time to be a little bit chunky or even really chunky like it's never been a better time to be big you've really planned your whole life wrong you know you were fat <laughs> You were fat, I was fat in the wrong years. Yeah. You were fat I wish when I was like to be schools. fat, and then you lost weight when it was cool to be fat. I wish I was like those girls in high school that were super hot in high school, but now they like had a few, and now they're a lot bigger. And I'm just like, and now they're body positivity. And I'm just like, there was no body positivity when I was actually like big. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. It was the worst. Yeah. And now yeah. all these big oh. girls are being celebrated, and I'm jealous. I'm very jealous. Yeah, back then it was all fucking corsets and people talking behind your back, you know? Or itchy your face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you look great. You have such a pretty face. Oh, yeah. I've always had a very pretty face and a nice personality. <laughs> you have such a pretty face. Oh, face. <laughs> oh, wow. 2021 is going to be fun. In you five, so you four, <laughs> three... Two. Happy New Year! Year. Oh my God, we did it. That's our New Year's resolution is is to to be successful in this podcast for once. Yeah, for once. <laughs> for for, yeah, one, that for one podcast. Yeah, for just one. I don't need it to be just for one. Well, that's the thing is you're. I mean, that's why I don't ever really ask how many people listen to this because who gives it? Like what? What does it matter? Like, let's say we went from, you know, 62 people downloaded per episode to 52. Does that, do you stop then? <laughs> yeah, you just quit. What is the lowest number of people in your mind? What is the lowest number of people you would do a podcast for if you knew like, well, actually the last episode was, we were down to seven, but. 
people I are have fun doing this podcast. That's why I don't care if like nobody listens. Like I have fun doing it. But if yeah. it was like if I wasn't having fun, then I'd be like, this is so pointless and stupid. But Basically, I enjoy doing this one. This is basically just 18 guys who are too self-conscious to be on your OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my God. What? That's all it is. This podcast is just fucking Kathleen McGee, OnlyFans overflow. It's not just for me. People listen to listen to you. Sure. Like, yeah, Got whatever. For OnlyFans. Yeah, you should start an OnlyFans. I should. We should start a dead baby bear OnlyFans. Uh, is OnlyFans, is it only for like doing No, you can do whatever you want. It's like a Patreon. It's the same thing, but it's just more mostly for. <coughs> you can have like for... any kind of specialized skill, like whistle with beer in your mouth. Yeah. That one. Well, I mean, Christina Walkinshaw is on there burping. Wow. What She's a not naked. Girl. Like making a There's... listening burping. That's amazing. I could, I could, if I really wanted to, I could get into the giant fetish thing and the foot fetish thing. Cause I have that one guy who makes me, doesn't make me, but he has me make videos for him for, and I, I'm never naked. <coughs> I just have my feet in front of the camera and I talk to the camera and I talk about how small he is and he loves them. <laughs> Beef, and there's, I, fall, fum. Yeah, there's, Beef, there's Oh, fun. I'm Kathleen McGee. Who are you, little guy? Exactly. There's some girls out there that are making a lot of money <laughs> doing the giant fetish. Damn. <coughs> wow. Yeah. There's something for everybody. This is why even when like guys are like, no one would want to see me. I'm like, yeah, there's somebody that would want to see it. There's somebody that would want to see it. It might be another man. It might be, you know, but there's somebody. But it's all about numbers, right? Like if, if you had an OnlyFans thing and it was just like two really weird chicks from like fucking the Czech Republic. I don't know. That's just weird to put out content. I mean, I <laughs> for two you do weirdos. Uh, you either have to put like some real stuff on there or you have to like like I have people other girls messaging me they're like, "Well, how do you do it? Like what can you give me some pointers?" And I'm like, well, I mean, like, I had a little bit of an advantage because I had a following already that there were plenty of, at least 50 of them that wanted to see me naked. So, like, but to start from, like, nothing, it's kind of hard. You really have to, like, I don't know. I don't even know how to do it. Like, I don't know how to, like, make yourself popular. Like, you have to post on stuff. You have to, like, give away free subscriptions and then, like, get them to, I don't know. There's all this extra stuff. So I had, a, like, a different, that's, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I would have made this money if I had been like just <clears throat> uh, worked at an office or something. It's so funny to me. Like, there's like a little Filipino lady working as a healthcare aide <laughs> at a long-term care facility, making as much money as you do to stand up and make a guy feel little. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there are some girls on there that have made a fortune, being like, and they aren't anybody, but they got on there. It's kind of like a thing, though. It's like it's like if you get on it early enough, you get to get catch that wave. But now so many people, now it's become very popular and very common to have an OnlyFans. Well, it's harder to get followers and stuff like that. Like it's harder to, <clears throat> like my subscription was $50, but most girls are like $9. But I just did it because I didn't care who subscribed. I'm like, if you want to see my boobs, you're going to have to minimum play, pay $50 American. <laughs> minimum. <clears throat> It's important to set your own value. You have to have, I'm at least worth $50 American. All right, at least, minimum. 
some of these bitches on OnlyFans are devaluing tits. Right. <laughs> and some of them are making a ton of money and good for them. I don't like it. <laughs> well, thanks, for being, thanks for being on your own podcast. Thank you for joining me on the floor in my bedroom. <laughs> Is that where you were? Yeah, I'm on the floor in my bedroom. I don't want to like show everything because it's messy. Yeah, and Eugene's been There's, on the you know. Eugene! <laughs> He's like, shut up, you bitch. Yeah, Eugene has been on there the whole time. <laughs> He's just sleeping there. There he is. He's right there. <laughs> Eugene, come here. No, no he doesn't no. respect me or listen to me. <laughs> Only Adam. Only Adam, yeah. And Adam's gone for a month. Well, thanks for doing the podcast, Jim. Thanks, guys. All, all the best in 2021, everybody. Yeah. You too. And don't say it. <clears throat> In five. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> no, don't say see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> no.